This is like the baby's breath of movies. It's like a a filler flower popped into the schedule. 100%. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a lifelong Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy, and these are the kinds of movies that make me want to quit podcasting. (laughs) This week's episode is all about the love club, Colin Nicole's pen pal. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. We are at Megan and Wendy and at Girls Gone Hallmark. Yeah, I've been a little absent on our Instagram page for a couple weeks now, just because, you know... Listen to our long story short episode on Thursday for an update on our lives. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Girls Gone Hallmark on Instagram. Or you can jump into our Facebook group is also Girls Gone Hallmark. And we appreciate your emails. Once again, life's been a little bit weird. You can hear it in my voice. You can't see Wendy's boot, but we are um, hobbled in more ways than one around here. Before we jump into our thoughts on Nicole's pen pal, let's talk about Hallmark. Is there anything new coming out I've of I've got Hallmark? a couple things to tell you about. Tell me. Um, one is not so much breaking news as it is confirmation of news that we were already aware of, and that is Hallmark itself has confirmed the return of the Murder, She Baked series starring Allison Sweeney and Cameron Matheson, and it will return with a movie based on the novel Carrot Cake Murder to air later this year. Can I ask you, what's that face that you're making? It's just funny that it takes... Crown Media or Hallmark Media, like, days, weeks to confirm something when, like, the Hallmark fandom has already basically confirmed it. Do you think that's intentional? Like, let's get them talking. Let's get them thinking they've got some scoop and then we'll come in. And well, confirm. maybe, you know, there are new recent hires. If that's the game plan, then yes, I would say yes. Okay. Also, in addition to the movies that we know are coming in March... Hallmark has announced in April, on Easter Sunday, they will air a faith-based movie. It stars Amanda Scholl and Carlo Marx, and it will be called The Blessing Bracelet. Well, two thoughts here. Uh, Amanda Scholl, one of my most favorite movies ever, Center Stage, and Carlos Marx, super hot from... It's just Carlo. Carlo, sorry. Uh, Carlo Marx from uh, The Wedding Veil. Oh, right? He's real. He he posts oh, some like real. Yeah, he's got a like thirst trap photos I was on his say Instagram. The exact same thing. There's one of his like must hair. Yeah. Did we have this conversation on the podcast where we shared that a listener had messaged us that we think Hallmark? She says we agree. We've said essentially the same thing that Hallmark sometimes gives like the yearbook photo treatment to yes. its actors. Yes, and yes. that's definitely Carlo Marx definitely has the high school yearbook photo treatment. Yeah. This is a case where Instagram is greater than Hallmark. Correct. As opposed to Instagram versus reality. Yes. We love our Facebook group members. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike from our Facebook group sent us a message early this morning saying that he's like, Gak stole your idea. And they've got their like Christmas movie bracket up on screen. Get out right now. It's March. Who cares about your Christmas movie bracket? That nobody it watched. March. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, Mike. I feel like we need to just give Mike our phone number so he can just text us because 
he's like our unofficial intern. I know. He sends very detailed thoughts via email after every movie, and Mm -hmm. I really love it, Mm -hmm. especially after a movie like this one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about a synopsis for The Love Club. All right. So it's kind of confusing because listeners may or may not know this is this movie is from a four-part series oh yeah can we print a retraction right now go ahead so in a past episode i said that this was part of a four-part series and that all of these movies had already been created but i didn't know when they'd be airing Mm -hmm. and a fellow podcaster dear hallmark reached out and was like hey dummies no she was lovely (laughs) and kind i added the dummies myself um i do appreciate this kind of feedback And pointed out that those movies actually already have been aired on the Hallmark Movies Now app. Yeah, they're available now if you want to watch them. It it sounds like Hallmark's just going to air one of them on the main channel. Yeah, this is like the baby's breath of movies. It's like a a filler flower popped into the schedule. 100%. Okay, so do you want the synopsis for like the overall like... No, no, just this movie. (laughs) Okay. Freshly engaged. First of all, who says freshly (laughs) engaged? Freshly engaged interior designer Nicole still wonders if the one she's meant to be with is... Her mystery college pen pal whose letters she has kept all these years. We really need video for this episode so you can truly get the depth of our disdain for this movie. Yeah. Let's talk news and notes. Okay. uh, I already said before this is a four-part movie series. Uh In addition to Nicole's pen pal, we have Sydney's Journey, Lauren's Dream, and Tara's Tune, which all sound like an American Girl book. Yes. (laughs) Does it not? Nice. Um, of course, this movie does star Brittany Bristow, who has been in other Hallmark movies like A Tale of Love. Her first starring Hallmark role was in A Holiday Date. Uh, I've never seen her in any Hallmark movie. I've been watching Hallmark movies now for two years. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. I think Brittany Bristow and Marcus Rossner were served crap on a cracker. Oh, Okay. I, this was a serious disservice to these two actors. Okay, let's, before we jump in. No, I'm just going to say, because I don't want the haters to DM us, we know the hard work that goes into these movies and the money that is spent. We recognize all of that. that's my point. I think these actors deserved better in this movie. I'm acknowledging the actors. I agree with you. You're right. Okay. (laughs) I just don't, the haters that come for us about how we are mean to Hallmark people who make these movies. Yes, this was someone's job. Someone spent their time creating this Hey, movie. guess what? I, there's a lot of jobs I do that I'm not great at either. So <laughs> <laughs> these were shot in Ontario, Canada. Mm-hmm. I mean, no surprise there. Jill Carter directed. She has 19 directing credits, including a couple episodes of our one of our favorite TV shows ever, The Bold Type. Hey, that's so funny that you say that because do you think the movie posters for these movies look like bold type promos? It did feel very contemporary. It didn't feel like Hallmark. It felt very like yeah. Sex in the City light. I I felt like it was very reminiscent of the bold type in their imaging for this movie. Mm. Hey, a standout performance in this movie for me comes from Tyler Murray, who plays Roy the bartender. This is his first Hallmark movie, although he does have 37 additional acting credits. 
dare I say it, justice for Tyler. Mm. I enjoyed him. He was a nice... He has the best line in the entire movie. Which is... <laughs> Did you have to pick the best looking guy in town for this ruse? Oh, that's funny. It's great. Uh, the, uh, he's talking about the yoga guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any more news and notes, my dear? I mean, let's not forget our fellow lead actor, Marcus Rosser. Oh, yes. He has 50 acting credits from Hallmark, including Romance to the Rescue. Um, he is also in one episode of the new series of Sex Life. He has three movies currently coming up, Finding Mr. Right, Team Bride, and Christmas in Maple Hills, which feels suspiciously like a Hallmark joint. You think? Just that's... You think they would have, like, named a 2023 Christmas movie already? That's not the Biltmore one? Oh, I think they've named a number of them. Yeah, but we don't know any of them yet. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see. All right, let's talk about what we like. No, ma'am, we need to do a first impression. Oh, first. you're right. It's been a minute since we've uh, done one of these. Go ahead. My first impression is, in all caps, she was engaged. Yes, I have thoughts on that. My first impression is, this movie had one redeeming storyline. One Tell me, okay. One. I assume that's in your likes. It sure is. Did you want to go first? About likes? Yeah. Sure. Let's talk about that one. We'll just segue right into Please. it. The one redeeming storyline that I liked is when Nicole finds the actual writer of the letters. Yeah. And he tells her like he was going through his own shit when he wrote those letters. Yeah. And then we find out that he is in a same-sex couple. And it all makes sense now. Yeah, he was working through some of his own things. Right. And that was, it was, it felt very refreshing to me on the Hallmark channel. If I were to watch this on anything else, I would have been like, oh, whatever. But like, it was kind sure. of, it was, it was a nice, a nice little surprise. Yeah. So unfortunately for me, the likes section of this episode is, is pretty spare, but what I did like is the origin story of their friendship. Agree. I thought that was great. Me too. Top. I like the way these women came together. Yep. I have that in my likes as well. And I think much like the wedding veil, one of the things we liked about that was the relationship of the friends. I, I like that. I like that we've got these friends who like show up for each other. And yeah. And I like that they're a constant throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. They're there. And I was much more invested in their relationship than I was in the main love story in this movie. And also, may I say, for continuity's sake, I love their selfie that they took, an actual real selfie. No. I'm surprised you didn't pull it out. I did it. At the New Year's Eve party, they're sitting outside, they take a photo, oh, and we yeah. see it, and it later gets printed into a photo. Printed. <laughs> Unfortunately, you took my other like. I mean, like, I had one. Okay. Well, I, I like their friendship too. I thought I had a lot of potential. Yes. A lot of potential. I agree. All right. I This very likely could have been the shortest like segment of a movie ever. I think perhaps. I did wrote, and I mentioned earlier, I like Brittany Bristow and Marcus Rossner. And I actually liked them on screen together if I could have just gotten past all of the other stuff that this movie had working against it. I think that's a real shame because I do think they had chemistry together. I find them both very enjoyable to watch on screen. Mm -hmm. I just think they were dealt a, a bad hand. Okay. You think their agent should have said, let's pass on this one? I think that there's a lot going on in the creation of a movie, and I can't possibly know 
how much information they have when deciding on these movies. You think they just get the synopsis? Because I don't <laughs> hate the storyline of the one that got away. Me neither. And I don't hate the storyline of, you know, I've always, I just have always wondered if this is all there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a big piece that I can't get past in this. Okay, movie. let's talk about it. We're moving, moving towards it. Okay, let's talk about our wish. And I wish that we would stop writing stories with infidelity at the heart of them. And this is not an accidental, whoops, I fell in love with my interior designer movie. Yeah. This is, I am a woman who has just accepted a proposal. I am actively engaged. I create this incredibly elaborate ruse to go find this man who I think might be the love of my life. <laughs> That's an affair. That's at the very least an emotional affair. Yeah. That's a premeditated affair. This is not, I accidentally stumbled and whoops, I'm in love with the coworker. She was actively seeking out a better option. And then goes on actual dates. Yes. <laughs> While her with fiance is at home. And another man. <laughs> and so there was no need for the fiance to be in the picture. If you had taken him out of the picture immediately, if she had said at Thanksgiving, I'm sorry, I can't marry you. And her friends are going, what's happening on paper? He's the perfect guy. And yeah. she says, you know, actually, I just, it didn't feel right. Right. There's so much more in yeah. this movie that I can root for. Yeah. I just can't yeah. get excited about a movie where she's on the phone lying to her fiance. Yeah, I agree. And let me just say, can we please get the family-friendly Hallmark crowd to come for a movie like this? Ah, interesting take, Megan. Because if you want to tell me that a movie that features a monogamous same-sex couple who are in a consensual relationship with each other is somehow more controversial than a woman who's actively seeking out a relationship while she's engaged to a man, I think you need to have a conversation with yourself about that. Thank you very Slow much. Slow clap. Thank you. Very well said. Thank you. I absolutely 100% agree. I wish that somebody, either like the writer or once the script goes to somebody else after that, takes a harder look at it and says, what's a way that we can make this better so that that infidelity is not at the heart of our story? Yeah. Like, well, I agree with you. I don't like that either. And we could have kept Warren in the storyline. We could have still had him saying like, reaching I'm an option out. too. Yeah. 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 Talk to me. Tell me what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and her saying like, it's, they could have had conversations like you did everything right on paper. It should have made sense. I just I want to root for these couples. And the, that's why I watch these movies. Right. That I want I want a sweet little love story on my on my TV. Do you think that Hallmark is worried about making a story telling or telling a story that is too complicated in terms of like, that's too much like real life. So we don't want to go there. Like meaning like she were to actually break things off with the fiance and then, you know, like what you pitched. I think that's less complicated. I know. I understand. But like, uh, or maybe somebody at homework is thinking like, ooh, it feels more salacious if she's, you know, cheating on her fiance. I, I don't disagree. There's that intrigue there. And I just don't like it. It's I'm just <laughs> as a viewer, I'm not excited about the lying. Yeah. 
This is not an episode of you on Netflix uh-huh. where I'm rooting for the bad guy. Right. That's not what we're about here. Mm-hmm. And I just, the whole time we're supposed to be rooting for her to find love. And I think it's really hard to root for someone who's treating someone else so badly. I agree. One wish I had, mm-hmm. and and please, this is not woman on woman crime here, but I do feel like we could have had a smarter lead character and hear me when I say character, mm-hmm. not not actor. <laughs> um, I just felt like she was like so naive and this like, let me search after this guy who wrote these letters and then got so upset because she wouldn't understand that he didn't actually write the letters because he had this, he had dyslexia. Is that mm-hmm. right? Like it, I hated this movie. <laughs> well, I think to your point, what this movie suffers from is an old Hallmark trope of miscommunication when she finds out josh wasn't the actual author of the letters he very quickly he's like no but i did write those i did those were my words and they don't have a conversation and it takes days before they get to the point where she finds out through this third party that those were his thoughts those were his ideas we could have gotten there in five minutes totally. if these two characters would just have a conversation well and let's talk about josh for a second too like i mean he's got a track record of being a liar too no oh yeah, yeah. the lies on lies on yeah. lies in this movie it's bad that he then invents this alternate dude mm-hmm. why he wouldn't just go to the actual person i don't why wouldn't he because it actually makes a lot more sense in the storyline for him to go to the writer of these because that person's happily in a relationship. Right. Clear that all up. This isn't the man you are looking for. Look, I know the writer of this movie has written a ton of other movies, like over 60 writing credits. And I, I'm here to say that I think Hallmark needs new writers with a fresher take on life. Oh, interesting. I'm not slamming. I'm not slamming. I just think like some people who write for Hallmark fall back on this, like the Hallmark trope. Like Mm -hmm. this is what we've always done. And I think that Hallmark is making leaps and bounds towards a different way of storytelling. And so let's all catch up. Like let's all the movies catch up there. Well, for me, I actually think some of the writing in this is really fresh and light, and I like the way that the friendship storylines weave in. I just, uh, this happens sometimes where there's one part of a movie that I can't get past, mm-hmm. and it overshadows the entire yeah. movie for me. And again, it's the infidelity storyline. And so <clears throat> I think were Josh to just have had his lie, like, oh, look, she's here. And this is my chance. And I just need to get over this, get her, get this other guy out of her system. That would have maybe not seen so egregious were we already not building this precarious tower of lies. Right. And I also wonder, you know, what comes first? When the writer is writing this. Yes. Like who's saying like, here's the story. Now you need to create a script out of this. Oh, I did. Does all of the idea belong to the writer? Right. Okay. So let me, let me correct this here. I did see on IMDb that there was a 
somebody credited for the story idea, okay. and then there was a writer. So I'm not going to slam that writing. I think maybe the original story idea is tired. Tired. Great. Yeah. Send your emails to Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. I'm here for it. All right. Did you have any did you see that? I have a question, and then I have a funny um, moment from an actor on this movie. Okay. My first question is, is it inappropriate for a man to plan a massage as a first date? Yes, absolutely. Like, hello, consent. I'm not ready for you to be touching me. I don't. I know. Why didn't she be like, "Mm, no, that's a terrible idea. Like, I know he's super hot. But yeah, no. Yeah, that's. But I do not want a man that I'm going on a date with to give me a massage. But in reality, that guy, it was, it was all fake anyway. He wasn't like really into Nicole. But I think he kind of was. You think so? Yes. I think that's the point is that Josh hired him to just get her out of, get him out of her system. Mm -hmm. And then the guy meets her and he's like, well, I'm going to go for it because Josh gets really upset. He's like, what are you doing? Like, you're not supposed to actually date her. And he's like, well, I'm going to turn it on. <laughs> like, this is, these are the skills that I have at my disposal. I'm a masseuse who's super hot. We're going to use that. I mean, could you imagine if your spouse was a masseuse? How amazing would that be? Right? Yeah. But if he's like, on our first date, please lie down on this table. And, and get I'm naked going to and touch you. Blanket. I'm out. Wine me and dine me first, at least. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, what was your other, what was your other? Um, Brittany Bristow tweeted, funny story on the first take of storming out of the spa, I accidentally ran my face into the camera. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, I feel very kismet with her. (laughs) (laughs) I am one to run into things a lot. As am I. Um, I only had one small, did you see that? And when I told Megan off mic about it she's like but that's normal Uh, there was like a fake ass fireplace Mm -hmm. like it had like just a glow as the fire yeah i I don't know if i've ever seen that before in a movie i don't know if i've seen it in a movie but i've seen them like in furniture stores yes that's what it was like like if you were in a furniture store i mean you can buy those for your home oh god yeah that's you don't have a chimney the other the other thing and this was this is just me the opening scene when they were like in college, I thought they had like too much makeup on. They were too made up to be college students. Girl, have you been on TikTok? That's fair. <laughs> that is absolute fair. But just like because we wanted them to look younger, so I think they should have like. I mean, I know they tried with like her cute it's braid and whatever. Yeah, whatever. Fine. Okay, I'm nitpicking at this point. Let's talk about uh, what you rated this movie. One star. Me too. Same. Sorry. I'm so sorry. This was not good. I am very excited for next week's movie. Did you see the commercials for it by our sneak peeks? Yes. Sneak peeks are good. I think I just dropped the F-bomb quietly here. Um, Brooke Starnell looks so good. Oh, my gosh, right? Uh, Our listener in Canada, please turn this down because we might be screaming about the cast in this next movie. What's it called? It's called The Game of Love. Who wrote it? It's giving me... Oh, it's giving me that Tyler Hines movie vibe. Yeah. Yeah. The script is by Joey Elkins and Blake Silver. I have yet to see Kimberly Sustad in something that I didn't immediately fall head over heels in love with her. Mm -hmm. And then when I saw Brooke Starnell, who I have enjoyed in the past on screen in this preview, I was like, wow, 
A hundred percent wowie zowie. So let me just say, very excited. Me this too. this movie, leaving it in the past, super excited for Game of Love. But yes, it is giving me the 12 dates of Christmas. Yeah. So next week, hopefully we'll have a better review for you. Hey, so currently behind the scenes on Girls Gone Hallmark, we are discussing should we recap the show right? And uh, I'll tell you that one of us is is leaning hard against it. So we want to know what you think. Take it, leave it. Do you want it? Do you not? Are there enough recaps out there? Or are ours just so good that you can't imagine not having it in your podcast feed? You're funny. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of The Way Home, episode seven. Until then, happy watching. See you in our Facebook group. Bye. Bye. Bye.